I have to change my name. Will it get me far? Should I lose some weight? Am I gonna be a star? Change my name. Will it get me far? Should I lose some weight? Am I gonna be a star?
so latte. I get a double shot. It goes right through my body, and you know I'm satisfied. I drive my mini keeper, and I'm feeling super duper. You, they tell me I'm a trooper, and you know I'm satisfied. I do yoga and Pilates, and the room is full of hotties. So I'm checking out the bodies, and you know I'm satisfied. I'm digging on the ice and focus, metaphysics. She's just dope, and if all this can give me hope, you know I'm satisfied. I got a lawyer, and a manager, an agent, and a chef. Three nannies, and assistant, and a driver, and a jet. A trainer, and a butler, and a bodyguard of five. A gardener, and a stylist. Do you think I'm satisfied? to express my extreme point of view i'm not a christian and i'm not a jew i'm just living out the american dream and i just realized that nothing is what it seems everybody welcome to gay xyz it is thursday february 2nd 2017 it's me your host jason and donovan i'm donovan that's jason over there hey jason how are you <laughs> jason hello can you hear me okay yeah i can hear you now how's it going <laughs> it's going pretty good i think i'm having some type of connectivity of course issue. you are it wouldn't be a show a gay xyz show if you weren't <laughs> <laughs> it's what you always do with something going on. Anyway, uh, welcome to the show, everybody. It is today, and we are talking today about friendship. We're talking about Trump, of course, and all his bullshit, and hot topics. <laughs> hot topics. Hot topics. Hot. H-A-W-T. That's right. Hot. So um, before we get started, um, did you do anything interesting over the last week? Do you want to talk about real quick? Or anything special happened to you or anything? Anything new? or? Um, no, nothing really happened. Just, okay. you know, the work like I always do. Oh, I do want to say this, and I brought this up on Facebook. You already know about it. Okay. So- since um I, and we had this discussion online, but since when did Old Navy start selling fifty dollars jeans? Oh my god, we did talk about this, and I'm like, oh my god, fifty dollars is nothing for jeans. I think you said forty dollars. We didn't talk about it on the show. No, but I mean, um, I talked about it on on the Facebook. They were fifty dollars. By the time you add taxes, <coughs> oh, it's okay. 50 bucks, well, they so. were forty five dollars. <laughs> By the time you add taxes and everything, it's close to fifty. Uh, that's nothing. Um. But for Old Navy, that's expensive. Like I said on Facebook, it is not 1993 where you can get a $9 pair of jeans. It just doesn't happen anymore. Okay, $30, $35 for a pair of jeans to Old Navy, yes. 45 to 50 that's like Banana Republic prices. Banana Republic prices are more than that. They're like 60 something. And well, Levi's costs 45 bucks. So, I mean, they should at least cost as much as Levi's. I mean, come on. I mean, whatever. I, I think you're I think you're just like your expectations are ridiculous. <laughs> I think I Maybe. told you, but the jeans I buy are called DL 1961. They're fucking awesome jeans. And if you ever buy a pair or just try a pair on somewhere or whatever, 
you you will see why it's worth spending more money for good jeans versus cheap jeans. How much, how much did you pay? And let's see how many people can. Well, it depends afford. on the pair. Some of them are like two hundred dollars. Some are like one hundred fifty. Some are like one hundred twenty, one hundred sixty. It depends on the the style, but somewhere in that range. Like well, usually, like one twenty to two hundred, somewhere in that range. Um, but let me tell you why. These jeans, first of all, I've had a couple pairs for like several years, and they're still in great shape. Secondly, they when they have like uh, maybe five percent of like elasticity in them or something, you know, a little bit of elasticity. It's not like spandex, but it's just like a little bit. And so they're really comfortable. They're just regular jeans, but they're really comfortable and they fit your body. Like they kind of mold your body more. And um, they, they're they just fucking awesome. And they fit really well. And almost everybody. So I... I well, you, I, you have to remember that I'm poor. I'm not rich. I'm not rich either. But I still want to spend... When I buy something... This is how I am, Jason. Even when I, even when I was like Poe, you know, when I was a kid, Poe, uh, as Oprah used to say, Poe, when I was Poe, I still bought nice stuff because that's just my personality. I like nice shit. I'm going to buy something. I want to spend, like if something cost me a hundred bucks for something nice versus something yeah, that's but crappy for like, 50, I'd rather spend another 50 and get something nice. You know, that's how I but am. But this is like, but this is like business casual work. I'm not wearing $200 jeans to work. Why not? First of all, ain't nobody gonna see him because I'm sitting down at a desk for eight fucking hours. <laughs> so really, ain't nobody, ain't nobody gonna see him anyway. But it's like, <laughs> no, I just need, I need a decent pair of jeans. To, nah. First of all, shouldn't you always? Jeans, you should always look your I, best. I, you should always look your best, even if you're I just do, sitting but down. But I'm not wearing two hundred dollars jeans to work. <laughs> but it's not just about other people. It's about you, how you feel in them, and also how they feel on you. If they're comfortable and how you, how they make you feel. I mean, it's not just about other people it's about you and your expression of god i wish christian was on the show so we could talk about fashion <laughs> and the the meaning of fashion and fashion is not just like uh did you ever see devil wears prada you saw the movie right devil wears prada oh of course okay. i watched it last i actually watched it last night okay well good do you remember the scene where miranda you know uh what's her face uh, meryl streep's character um was talking to whatever her name was um and Hathaway's character in the movie, and um, she's like, she like Snickers. She's like, it's just a T-shirt or whatever. It's just a shirt or whatever. She said, it's just a shirt. And she's like, you just think what you're wearing is just a shirt, but what you're what actually what you're wearing is something with these people in this room have picked out for you to express who you are. Blah blah blah. So it's more than just a, sh- a pair of jeans, is what I'm saying. So take it in that. But the thing stance. is, I don't want to. I don't want to spend two hundred dollars. I don't want to spend more on two hundred dollars. You don't have to spend. $200. I don't want to spend two hundred dollars. I don't want to spend two hundred. That's more than my car insurance. You don't have to spend two hundred dollars. You can just spend, you know, seventy dollars or sixty dollars. Just, just up it a little bit. Just that way, your expectations won't be so low. <laughs> so when you go to Old Navy and the jeans are forty five dollars, you won't be like, "What?" I mean, come on. Well, clothes are already expensive for men as it is. You think so, really? Yes, I think it's cheaper for women. No, women it is not because women have to buy a dress. They got to buy a hose. Got to buy underwear. A they bra. Have to, yeah, they have, to, they have to buy. Yeah, they, they have to buy all accessories. That shit. But as far as men's clothing, I feel like men's clothing is more in price than women's anyway. I think men's clothing. The reason it's more possibly, if that's true, is because it takes more tailoring. You know, to be for men's clothes, you have to. There's more detail in that way than it is in women's clothes. Are usually more free flowing or whatever. Not always, but it depends. But um, yeah. But anyway, <coughs> excuse me. I'm sorry. I'm coughing. I still have this hacking cough left over from my whatever I sinus infection or whatever I had two weeks ago. But anyway, let's move on to uh, the main topic tonight, which is t- today. Apparently, was National Friends Day. I didn't even know that existed. But today's me National neither. Friends Day, and it's just probably one of those holidays they make up to sell greeting cards. But whatever. Um, I I just think I was thinking about friendship today, and I was thinking about how um, you know, how many friends I've had throughout my life or whatever. And I want to talk about that a little bit about with you as well. And I wanted to say, you know, um, 
I I have never been somebody who has a ton of friends. Like, you know, someone who has like a hundred friends. Like I've known people who I've had friends who have had like literally hundreds of friends. You know what I mean? People they can in their phone, they can call and go out with anytime, whatever. But to me they're more of acquaintances than friends, you know? And so for me, I've always been more about quality than quantity. And I've always, even when I was a little kid, I always had like a small group of really close friends, like really close friends, like two or three really close friends. And that's how I still am today. So um, I was wondering, are you the same way? Are you more of like someone who has like a hundred friends or whatever? No, I have very few friends. I'm, I've never been one of those type of people that have, you know, 525,600 friends on standby. Right. Um, so no. <laughs> well, what do you consider? Uh, let's what do you let's define the word friend. What do you consider a friend? I mean, a real true friend. What do you consider a true friend to be? What characteristics? Um, a friend that is willing to help you um, in need, depending if they're able to help you. Because just because sometimes when you're in need of something, you know they may not always be able to help. But at least if they're there for like moral support and that type of thing right. someone who you can trust that's for one thing very for sure. much yes um because i've had i have a friend now that if i were to you know be like oh i need you to stop by my house and get something out of my bathroom or whatever or something yeah. i don't know yeah they can be like okay you know i'll go get it. and i know they won't you know take Steal shit in the process stuff. or have <laughs> or have somebody do it because when i lived in frisco with me having a dog, so, and some nights I would leave work late. Yeah. So I gave my neighbor a key, and we actually, well, she, we're not neighbors anymore. She's actually a, a good friend of mine. Um, I would give it to my friend Amber, and she lived across the hall from me. No, she actually lived upstairs from me. Sorry. And I'll be like, you know, I was sending her a text, be like, can you go let JoJo out, or, you know, can you, you know, go and at least let him hang out with your dog, or at least take him out and then bring him back in, or something like Aww. that. She's like, okay, no worries, and. And we had a key to each other's places. That's cool. That's good. And I think it's. I think at one point somebody thought that we were like boyfriend and girlfriend, oh. even though that I'm gay and she's lesbian. Yes. But <laughs> I was just like, no, we're no, no. We're just are friends. these the same lesbians you were complaining about year, months ago, like a year ago, whatever? Something happened and you were complaining about them or something or her girlfriend? No, or no, no, no. Oh, this okay. Is a, no. Okay. Well, anyway, that's that's a good definition of friend. Yeah. Uh, but no, but trust someone who's honest, trustworthy. Um, you know, is able to help you in need if they're able to. Right. Um, you know, I don't. Know, someone, someone, someone. You can tell something. You know, something private to in confidence. That's another thing. Yes. The, keep it in the um, vault. In the vault. Right. Right. Exactly. Do you know I have had friends that I'm no longer friends with, and even friends that I have had falling outs with that have told me deep dark secrets that no one else knew that I still have never revealed to anybody. And that's how that's how much of a friend I am. <laughs> Even when I'm not friends with somebody, if I promise that I would never tell someone something, I never do. And but there's people who do do that though. Like you end a friendship with somebody and they'll just like spill your tea and everything because they're, they're you know mad or whatever. Right, know? right. And then some people do that and I've been and I've been guilty of doing that in the past, Ooh, you know. That's 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 an affront to humanity. But the thing is, like, right now I have a friend who I'm not talking to at the moment. We actually haven't talked in about a month uh-huh. um, because she got upset with me because I had to work. Yeah. <laughs> so, so here's the thing. I'm just going to give you a quick little rundown. So quick. she's an aspiring music artist, and we I was supposed to take her over to Louisville to this guy's studio because he has, like, a full-on, like, studio, uh-huh. like, professional studio in his house or whatever. And so I said, well, I don't know if I'll be able to take you because she's in between cars right now. 
so well i don't know she might have one now i know at the time she was in between because she was recently in an accident i think she has she probably has a car now but um she was like well you know i have the studio session booked up you know booked and i really need to go and everything i was like well you know i i said i would love to take you but i can't because i'm working i can't take you on this particular day she had to never get upset with me because i had to work i'm like girl i'm not gonna miss work to take you to a studio session what she think you are uber or something i mean i guess you're not even so. getting paid and, for and it I, and, I, and i told another friend that and they were just like um yeah she just had to deal with it because i'm like i'm not gonna miss work to take you to a you know studio session right and i was like well i can take you on this day or whatever she's like well that's not gonna work and then she got upset and it turned out to be a whole mess but yeah, I'm not talking to her at the moment, so... And I thought you didn't do anything wrong. Like, I told you after work, I'm not going to miss work to take you to a studio session. Like, what the fuck? Well, yeah, I agree with you, and I think that's ridiculous for her to expect you to do that, and it's ridiculous for her to be angry with you about it, too, but whatever. Uh, it's not your responsibility to get her to work, so whatever. Uh, right. You know, it's not. And, and that's even, exact if, same if you thing can, my other If you can, yeah, and he or she is right. If you, like you just told me in the beginning of this conversation about friendship, if you have the capability or the ability to do something and you don't in that situation because you have an obligation to be somewhere else, then you you should help your friend. But if you can't, you can't. And that's not on you. It's on their responsibility to find, a, a, you know, an alternative or whatever, not yours. So whatever. Right. And then the thing was when I sent her a text, I said, well, we need to talk about some things. And she was like, I don't want to talk about anything. I said, okay, that's fine. So now you're not and friends at all anymore? We haven't <laughs> talked in over a month. Well, that's just fucking retarded. And that's what I was going to talk about next. Sorry that I shouldn't use that word, stupid. Um, <laughs> I'm going to talk about that next. And the next thing I was going to say about the friendship is is there? I think it's important when you're friends with people that you have sort of a, and I don't mean a literal friend contract like Mimi and Cynthia on Atlanta Housewives. I mean, <laughs> like you should have sort of an understanding and meeting of the minds about what you expect from your friends. And I don't necessarily mean you have to sit down and talk about it, but you should just have an understanding. And you should understand that, for example, with me, it's like if I get angry about something, if I get angry at you or, you know, whatever about something, I don't know, whoever, whoever it is, and I, about something as a friend and I'm angry, it doesn't mean that our friendship's over. I mean, just because, you know what I mean? Just because we get angry, we have an argument or a disagreement doesn't mean I'm, I'm done with our friendship. It just means at that particular moment, I'm angry at you or whatever. And a lot of people are like, oh, you know, if you have any kind of disagreement or anything else, it's, it's the end of a friendship. I mean, I've, I've so many people I've known like that. And it's just like you can't disagree with them. You have to, like, basically well, be, you know, a yes man. Go ahead. Miss well, me. no, I mean, I'm not. I mean, I haven't ended a friendship with her. I don't. I actually don't even have a problem with her. She has an issue with. I, she I'm not saying issue about really just this situation. I'm just saying in general. I'm just saying in general. Uh, there are people who are like that. I'm not saying about you. I'm just saying in general that there are people who, you know, like she. In my opinion, she's ending your friendship over something really stupid. And instead of just because you disagreed or she she thinks you should ha have an obligation for some reason to take her to work when you really don't. Um, that's a disagreement, but that shouldn't end your friendship, right? I agree. Right. And but she apparently doesn't see it that way. And I'm saying that I've known so many people like her who are like, Oh, if you don't see things the way I do, well, we're done. I mean, we have to be always on the same page about everything. But, what kind of friendship but is I've that? Noticed, but I've noticed that mainly women do that a lot. Yes, they men do. Men do it every now and then, but it's primarily women that do that type of thing. I'm sorry to say this, but I agree with you. It seems it's always been girls <laughs> that have been in that situation with me, yes, exactly. Yeah, oh yeah. Every t every issue I've had like this in the past, it's always been <laughs> a woman. I've never had an issue with a guy like that. Well, I wonder if it's about the fact that they I, I don't know, this is kind of getting deep, but just quickly I just want to say I wonder if it's about the fact that they somehow have a 
have you know gay men and and women have a certain kind of friendship relationship i think a certain special kind of relationship rapport and i think a lot of times is she heterosexual woman yes yeah heterosexual women and gay men and and um a lot of times a heterosexual woman will will rely on a gay man like she would a boyfriend or like a you know husband or something you know what i mean that is so funny you say that because my other friend myra said the same thing well myra's very insightful because i wasn't even here and i just i I wasn't even part of the situation i can tell you that's yeah That's true, and it happens a lot. And I think that, that that I think that's part of the reason she's so angry, and a lot of re- reason a lot of women get angry, especially at gay men, is because they come to rely on us in a certain way, which isn't our fault, which isn't our like I said, it's not our fault or obligation to be there in that way. But I right. think it becomes this certain kind of dynamic that when it's not there or when they need you in any way whatsoever, that they feel slighted, which I don't think is fair. So. Anyway, anyway, that's what I say. But um, so anyway, yeah. So friendship, just quickly, I want to say, friendship for me, <coughs> excuse me, I'm excuse me, I'm sorry, is about loyalty, is about trust, is about honesty, and being able to be honest with someone and not end a friendship, or being able to be direct. I mean, somebody could say something about me, way I look or whatever. And I don't mean in a mean way, but I mean say something about me and that I don't like or what I'm wearing, whatever. And I'm just not I'm not gonna not be friends with them because they, you know, don't agree with me about something. So I mean, someone who can be honest. And if you can't be honest with a friend, then who the fuck can you be honest with? You've gotta be able to be honest with a friend and you, you need to trust that they're coming from a good place if they are indeed coming from a good place. So I think that's important too. And I think that um I think for me, my friends have always been, like I said, I have so few that are kind of insular and we're all very close and there's a few of us that it's um, they're like family to me. I think it's important that they, that they see me the same way and um, I see them that way. And I really do feel that my friends, my closest friends are family. And, you know, I think that's a good thing. So friendship, National Friendship Day or National Friends Day today. Congratulations to all the friends out there. And if you're on Facebook, I'm sure you got that stupid little thing that popped up today about your friends or whatever. I don't know. This little movie. That yeah, I saw that shit and it was like the corniest <laughs> thing ever to me. It was, but anyway. All right, so let's talk about the hot what topics. Um, well, let's talk about first. I wanted to talk about the fact that there was a. Um, I don't know if you heard about this. The guy, the the guy who's, su- who's suing Grinder. No, okay. I, but I want to hear about this. I'm very. I want to know what the fuck he's suing about. <laughs> but go ahead. Well, there's a guy. He's in New York. In New York, he just filed a lawsuit against uh, Grinder. After he says, <coughs> I'm so sorry, I'm coughing. After he says an ex-lover used um, the app to try and have him raped and murdered. So what happened is he was in his ex. He met his ex on Grinder in 2015. I mean, they were dating for a while. And he says he started creating, his ex started creating profiles, impersonating him using both his home and work addresses. And, as well as like, private photos and things like that and screen name and everything. And, um... And then he says his ex started sending random dudes to his apartment. So, like, he would, like, literally get, like, one day he got, like, 70 guys coming to his door wanting to have sex with him that, that his ex had set up on Grinder with him and gave him his address and everything. But how, but how is this Grinder's fault? I don't get that. I agree with you. I agree it's not Grinder's fault. I'm just telling you what happened. If you just would have locked your fucking phone... Put a lock on that shit. It would have never happened. <laughs> well, anyway, I just think it's an if interesting anything, thing. If anything, sue the manufacturer of the phone yeah. if that's the case. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, and he says, like, just last week, a, a grinder trick 
got into his apartment building and refused to leave. I mean, he literally refused to leave and was um, pushing him and like threatening to kill him and everything else if he didn't have sex with him or something like that. So I mean, it's like ridiculous. But uh, so I don't see how it's Grinder's fault either. I don't think it's Grinder's fault that this guy is a fucking nut. So you know, insane motherfucker. I think it has nothing to do with Grinder. So wait, so the guy that was put posting all this stuff was this his boyfriend? His ex boyfriend. Yeah, a guy oh. he, he he dated him briefly, like for like a few weeks, and and then he just like was obsessed. And wait a minute, this, see, this is another thing I want to know. Yeah, what? <laughs> Why is it that gay men are so quick to call another man their boyfriend after a few weeks, and then he do some stupid shit like that, and you'd be like, oh, he's my ex, he's my ex. I was like, well, obviously you didn't know him enough because he's going around doing some shit like this. He was his ex before this. I mean, he was he was doing this guy was doing this stuff when he was when he was with him but he didn't know it was him until after they'd broken up <coughs> oh my god anyway. well then i don't know what to tell you boo i'm I, just saying <laughs> it's an interesting case it's just an interesting case i think it's interesting case. i mean it's it's not gonna get me how much is he suing for uh i don't think it says how much he's suing for let me go look real quick it's, it said uh what does it say mm, yeah i don't know <laughs> I lost. I don't know. Sorry. I I don't know. Bottom line is that it, that's not going anywhere. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I, I mean, I hate that he. Why isn't he suing the ex that? and not Grinder? Because you know why he's suing Grinder? Because Grinder has the money. That's why he's suing Grinder. Right. And I was. I mean, I feel sorry for what happened to the guy, but yeah. I mean, sorry, but it's not going to go anywhere. Well, let's talk about the. If I was a judge, it wouldn't go anywhere. Let's talk ahead. about the Uber CEO resigning. So, okay, so. Uh, for some of you that may know, starting I believe it was Friday, there was a it was a training topic called hashtag delete Uber. Mm-hmm. And the reason that they had the hashtag delete Uber is because um, the CEO, which is Travis, whatever I can't pronounce his last name, um, pretty much he's a Trump supporter and he was going to meet with Trump or like be on some type of council or some shit. I didn't read much into it because when as soon as it said Trump, I lost interest. But <laughs> Pretty much, people were, were getting upset because um, he was tr- trying to be part of Trump's council, and you know he was pretty much saying he was a Trump supporter and that type of thing. And then he was like, "Well, that's fine if you don't, you know, if you disagree, if you agree to disagree." But if, the, but the funny part about it, he started naming all these other CEOs of other companies that do this. He was like, "Well." If you go do treat me that way, then the CEO of GE is, does this, and the CEO of Coca-Cola does this, and the CEO of – I mean, he just started naming people. I was like, okay, you kind of like snitching, but okay. <laughs> but I was just like – but my thing is I don't understand why all of a sudden these certain group of individuals want Uber to go out of business. First of all, because Uber of the is, immigration, oh, because of the immigration thing, a lot of them are also, you know um, – uh, immigrants that drive them even though they're not cabs but and and they don't they these trump doesn't support that obviously and support immigrants right. and all this stuff so this guy being the ceo of uber uh and having so many people who are who are immigration or immigrants in this country or whatever driving for him um that was a slight to them and so they were like fuck you and so he that's why he turned around because it's gonna hurt his business it had nothing to do with his conscience or right anything. so then lyft donated yes uh, a million dollars was it, a million was dollars. it a million dollars to the ACLU. Yes, love the ACLU. And I was, and I was like, I said, I, I, I understand what they did there because I'm like, what I said, Lyft, y'all are smart. Y'all are trying to get Uber's customers doing this whole fucking fiasco, <laughs> and I get it. I said, I can see why you do. It. Now Uber is like trying to come back and do something like that, but I, I feel like it's too little, too late now. 
But you know, I've never um, even taken an Uber before. I've never been in an Uber or a Lyft. Or I've anything. taken Uber several times. Never. But um, you know, I mean, it is what it is. Um, but you know, it is what it is. I mean, I mean, it sucks. But my thing is that. Yes. If, I mean, you have the right to protest against it if you want. I mean, I personally uh, am against it as well. But, I mean, it's, you know, you have all these immigrants that drive for this company, and then you say this stupid shit. But, I mean, there's also – I'm not – I feel like there's certain people who are against it are pressuring other people to stop using it, even if they are against it. Because, I mean, a lot of people use Uber to get to work on a daily basis – you know, that type of thing. And even though if you may be against it, I don't it, understand you why. Stop. Right, you're right. But I don't understand why people use Uber instead of just using a cab. Or is because it's, it's easier? It's, it's, no, it's cheaper. Oh, it is cheaper? Really? I thought it was like yeah, the it's same. Che- no, it's cheaper. It's oh. definitely cheaper than a cab. Oh, okay. I see. No, Uber. No, because Uber. Well, here in Dallas, I think Uber charges a dollar ten a mile. Uh huh. And a cab charges like two something a mile, like two twenty five oh, a mile. Wow. So it's like literally half price. Wow. Well of course it so, is. They don't have to so that's why people. that's so that's why a lot of people use Uber and Lyft. But the thing is with Uber, I mean I would think like what if you get in the car? I've heard horror stories, people getting raped and everything else by the drivers and Well, like that. that's true. But see the thing is well, that can happen with anybody. Uber Uber normally norm Uber has does background checks. They do MVR checks and they do background checks. Uh-huh. Um and the thing was I know two years ago when I cause I actually thought about driving for Uber part time and I actually I did I passed everything but I never did it. But the thing was two years ago, you know, when they ran all my stuff, my stuff came back fine. But there were other people who had stuff on their background and they were letting them slide through because it was like the statute of limitations was like 10 or 15 years ago, which is fine because I feel like in a certain way, if you committed a crime, you know, 15 years ago, you did your time, you you know, you paid your debts to society, I feel like they should still let you go out and work. But then when these people started getting raped and assaulted and that type right. of thing, they started cracking down. So then they was like, oh, we can't, you know, hire felons anymore, which I kind of have a problem with because I feel like. Even if you fucked up and you become a convicted felon and, and you did a crime 20 years ago, one time you've been on cleaning slate since then, I feel like if that was their primary job, because for a lot, there's a lot of full-time Uber drivers, mm-hmm. I feel like they're pretty much saying, oh, well, I'm like, what, a convicted felon can't work now? I mean, it's, I mean, they still have to work and support themselves or support a family or whatever, so it's kind of like, hmm. I'm kind of on the fence about it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But... Well, One part, I mean, I, I understand, you know, why they're protesting, but it's also like, you know, they're cracking down and started getting rid of people because they, they were, you know, hiring people at one point that mm-hmm. didn't have a driver's license. And then when they re-ran it, that type of thing, when that whole Uber thing were like a case after case after case started happening, they started cracking down on it. Right. So, well, they should. Yeah. I mean, that's it's a, I right. mean, it's a dangerous thing if you don't know what you're doing, but driving. But um, um, OK, I was going to tell you, but I forgot to mention one thing. Over the weekend, <coughs> I, I think I told you uh, I went to a gun range. Um, you didn't tell me that. Oh yeah, I, I getting my my um, gets called carry. What's it called now? It was called license to carry, but now it's called concealed, concealed carry. Hand, or whatever. Concealed carry license. Yeah, CCL. I think 
And uh, my mom's uh, first cousin, who's my second cousin, um, she and her husband uh, have a they, – they do training or whatever, whatever. Anyways, part of the thing, I filed the thing for my license like a month ago, two months ago, and you have to go get your fingerprints. I did all that. And then I had to um, go take the course. And so they, they do the course. They teach the course. And so we went out there, and they're in East Texas, <coughs> excuse me, which is where my, my family's from uh, generally, uh, my mom's side. And so, well, but my dad's too. Uh, and we went out there, and it's a place called Point, Texas. Not Will's Point, which is where they're from, but it's even farther out near Lake Tawakini, called Point, Texas. And um, we went out there, and we shot. Uh, I'd never literally ever in my entire life held a gun, ever. Not like a real gun, you know, like a handgun. And um, I held a handgun. And so I, I did not want to use a revolver for some reason. I don't like revolvers. So to do my shooting test. So revolvers will come in handy, though. But I'll explain that after you finish. <laughs> okay. Well, after I, after, so when we took the test with the written part, and then we went to the, the range or whatever, and we were shooting. And so the first thing I shot with was um, I told him I wanted to shoot with a 9mm because that's what he, he had a couple options there. It was a 9mm, a forty five, and uh, there were several revolvers. And a couple of nine millimeters. Anyway, so I chose the nine millimeter. It was a Ruger and loved it. Anyway, I shot the first time in my entire life I ever shot uh, ever a, a handgun. And I shot the target and I got a really high score. I think it was like 270 or something like that. And that was just really good. All my little sh- shots were in this, like, you know, in the heart and in the middle and around. <laughs> you know, it's like all, almost all of them were like there. But, didn't, but, but once you shot the gun, didn't you feel like, like, like empowered or something. I know. No, I know I but let me explain to you why. It was amazing. Well, let me explain something to you in a second. But uh, first of all, I think I did so well because I grew up playing video games and shit like that. Shooter, you know what I mean. So that's why I did so well. Whereas my mom, my mom's getting her license too. Right. She was like, you know, not so well. And then my husband shot too, and he did really bad. And anyway, so um, anyway, I'm gonna end up. I, I know what I know which gun I'm gonna get now. It's called a nine millimeter. It's called a um, uh, a sig a sig uh, six hour. Uh, lead legion, legion, legion gun. Yeah, that's it. Anyway, that's what I'm gonna get. Anyway, but the thing is, uh, after I shot the nine millimeter, I shot a forty five. He said, "Do you want to try my forty five? I said, "Sure." So I shot the forty five. The forty five is like what Dirty Harry had, right? You know, the big ass gun. Okay, I shoot this thing. That thing is too much fucking power. It scared the shit out of me. Hold, just hold, just shooting the fucking thing scared the shit out of me because it's when it shot, it was like. <laughs> I mean, it was like in my hand, and it jerked my hand back, straight back, and oh my god, it's too oh, much it, power. Oh, it had, yeah, it had a lot of like recoil. Kickback, yeah. yeah, it was bad. I mean, it was so bad, but it was not just the recoil itself. It was this, it was such a fucking strong gun. It scared the shit out of me. Anyway, it's pretty heavy too. It is kind of heavy, but it was all right. It wasn't that heavy, but it was okay. Um, but see, the good thing I like about a revolver is that my mom wants a revolver. That's what she wants. Here's a good thing I like about a revolver. It, 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 it's to me, it's not the most attractive gun because I like cute guns. Like me personally, I like that I will go for a 380. But um, the thing that the reason I like about revolvers is because if you ever had to go after someone and you don't want to leave any evidence, revolvers don't leave um, shells. No, I know that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so that's pretty much the only reason I like. Revolvers. But the thing is, they're not as easy to. I mean, I don't know. They're just not as good. They're not as good for protection. The reason I'm getting a gun and is because well, of plus the whole, well, plus revolvers don't have uh, safety things <coughs> on them. Well, the safety is the cock. That's the safety. If you don't cock well, it, it back, say, but I mean, like it depends like on if it's a single. It depends on if it's a single action or double action. If it's a single action, then you just pull the trigger. If it's a double action, you can cock it back or not cock it. I mean, you just pull the cock back. You have to pull the cock back. I mean, to shoot it if it's right. single. 
action. Right, but that's but that's what I'm saying. Like you know, 380 is nine mm They normally have a safety feature that you click on or yes, click off. Yes, they do. But most some most revolvers don't have they that. They don't. As often. No. But, okay. But I don't Go like ahead. revolvers. But whatever. Anyway, so anyway, the reason I was saying it, the reason I'm getting one is because of the the current the current climate in America, and I feel I honestly feel you know afraid of what's where, the, where our country's going and what's going to happen. So I felt like I need to protect myself if anybody tries to kill us or something like that. Or the, the Gestapo. he's protecting his Second Amendment. No, right. if the fucking Gestapo comes in here, you know the new Gestapo. The Trump's Gestapo comes in here, you know, in two years, or whatever, and he's like, "All oh, you faggots out of here, or whatever," you know, and tries to take us to gas chambers and stuff. And I'm like, "Fuck you, motherfucker! Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna no, shoot all those no, fuckers." But, no, tr- Trump is gonna pass some type of bill where he's gonna make purging legal. Well, that's what we're gonna talk about now. We're, there's actually he's trying to <laughs> he's trying to actually purging. He's actually trying to pass something called a Religious Freedom Act, and this is ridiculous because what it says is. It says, quote, well, it's establishing a government-wide initiative to respect religious freedom. But what it's saying is uh, it cites religious belief as grounds for its broad application of Americans and their religious organizations will will not be coerced by the federal government into participating in activities that violate their conscience. So basically anything that someone feels is against their, their conscience is acceptable. Anything. So they can, if it's against someone's conscience that something someone else is doing, then they have the right to discriminate against that person or somehow harm them or whatever. I mean, it's ridiculous. This is opening Pandora's box, and anybody can use this law to say anything, not just religious people. So he's trying to do this basically. I'm telling you, a, a, a real life purge is coming. Oh, don't say that. Oh my God, don't say that. Well, if it is, if purge is coming, I want to know what day it's happening so I can be ready. What night is happening? I mean, well, they'll tell you. They'll, they'll tell you way in advance. <laughs> I'm going to be of the siren. <laughs> no, I want to be prepared so I can like put like metal around my walls and shit. I don't know, whatever. But anyway, um, so that's something he's trying to do as well. And and these, you know, our our rights as gay people, um, they're basically doing this intentionally to take direct aim at the LGBT community, basically nullifying a lot of the protections we've gotten so far through Obama. So this is what this is about. And so don't you feel like, I mean, aren't you afraid of anything that's going to happen with Trump in terms of what's happening to you as a gay person? I do. And I've also told my mom the same thing because my mom lives alone. And I told her that she, I was like, you really need to like get a gun. I mean, just for protection, just in case. Cause I'm like, you live by yourself, Uh, you know, And that type of thing, even though, I mean, I mean, I have, you know, relatives and aunts that, you know, live within a 30 minute drive of her house. Yes. But I mean, still, I mean, a lot of shit can happen in 30 minutes. A whole lot of shit can happen. A, in a lot minutes. of shit can happen in one minute. Yeah. Right. So I she was like, well, yeah, you're right. Maybe I should look into it and think about getting a gun for protection. I was like, yeah, just you may never use it, but it's just like just you need you keep it just in case you know right, what I mean? Right. So, you know, that type of thing. But the way things the way Trump is doing shit. Listen. They gonna be like, I'm gonna hear that thing where it says all crime is legal for the next twelve hours, except for <laughs> ranking officer, ranking high ranking official number ten or whatever the fuck it says in that commencing of that speech. <laughs> you know, you know, and what does it say? God bless America, a nation reborn, and all that bullshit and some shit like that. Mm. So, mm. and I'm gonna just stay in my. I'm just gonna stay in my apartment. From 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. This is why I want to build a people... bomb shelter at my house. This is why I want to build a bomb shelter. <laughs> Seriously. People still going to find a way in. Not in my bomb shelter. They won't. No, I'm talking about, no, <laughs> you're not getting in my bomb shelter, bitches. And if they come in, I'm going to shoot the fucking that's asses. Because, that's, because, that's, that's because Donovan people are going to have a high-dollar bomb shelter. Well, that's the only way to go. 
Uh, anyway, Trump. And the uh, people are gonna start comparing you to the people are gonna start comparing you to the NRA since you have a gun. Now. Oh, you're an NRA. That's supporter. what my cousin was saying. My cousin, my mom's cousin, you know, whatever. But she, I call her my aunt because she's anyway. It's a long story. But ever since I was a kid, I call her my aunt, my aunt. Uh, but anyway, I, she was saying that, um, or she was, or her husband was saying, her husband uh, was saying that. Oh, you now you need to get a, you need to get a, you need to get a uh, membership to the NRI. And I'm like, oh, I don't think that's ever gonna happen. <laughs> I'm not going to do that because I that would be really fucking funny if I were a member of the NRA because it's completely the antithesis of everything I stand for in so many ways. So, no, not going to happen. But it costs like I mean, it's like it's, it's like two thousand dollars a year or some shit. I was like, fuck that. There's no fucking way I would do that anyway. Why would you pay two thousand dollars a year? But anyway, I want to talk about one more thing before you talk about another topic. Um, Trump on Trump uh, issues. Um, did you hear what he said about Frederick Douglass and all that stuff on? On about did you uh, know? No. Oh yes, 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 yes. He said that Frederick Douglass did a quote unquote amazing job. No, he's doing. He's still going to be doing amazing things, as if he were still alive. He had no fucking clue who Frederick Douglass was. He had no idea who Frederick Lord. Douglass was. Frederick Frederick Douglass was a very well known writer, uh, po- politician, the first black man in the White House. The first, uh, all this shit. I mean, just a ton of shit. How can, how can- I mean, even, he's been, even but he's been dead I mean, for like 160 years. He's been dead for like 160 years because he's a fucking white, uh, entitled racist. Of course, he doesn't know who Frederick <laughs> Douglass is. A fucking dumb fuck. Anyway, oh, so maybe that's why when I was on CNN, like all the uh, media outlets had a field day with that because yes. they were just like, um, he did not. Somebody was like, "Excuse me, Frederick Douglass has been dead for over 100 years." Yes, exactly. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't even know. He's like, he's he's doing he's doing great things. But let me just let me just play the clip. It's like thirty seconds long, so you can hear what the dumb fuck said. Because I want you to hear it. Where is it? Uh, where is it? Oh, here it is. Okay, here we go. Isabella, on many internet marketing shows, you hear these questions, don't you? How do I get more followers on Instagram? How do I get more mm. people finding me on? Sorry, <laughs> that was the wrong thing. <laughs> here we go. I was like, what is that? <laughs> Listen, Reverend King. So many other things. Frederick Douglass is an example of somebody who's done an amazing job and is being recognized more and more, I notice. (laughs) Harriet Tubman, Rosa Parks, and millions more black Americans who made America what it is today. So, yeah. So the insinuation was he was still alive. He's a fucking idiot. But we know that already. So anyway, moving on. Um, Let's talk about – wait, yeah. Let's talk about Beyonce, the twins. She's pregnant. Is that correct? Congrats, I mean, yeah, congratulations to Beyonce. She's pregnant with twins. All the reason I'm saying something about it because, you know, the, the, the social media has just, you know, taken off with, oh, she came out with these photos with the exposing her baby bump and she's pregnant with twins. I was like, okay, I guess Jay-Z could get this super sperm. But, I don't um, know why she's into him. That You know, just, congratulations. Uh, I don't like Jay-Z. I don't like him. Why is it always these really sweet girls get with these thuggish guys who are fucking assholes? Why is that? Well, it, it's it's been like that for years. I think That's it's been like that since the beginning of time. <laughs> it's, it's like it's, it's always been like that. These young, sweet, innocent girls get with these bad yes. boys. That's why you always hear the, the, the good girl with the bad boy. That, yeah. I mean, that, this is what they like. But oh, you know, I mean, congratulations. I mean, do I really care that she's pregnant? No, but I mean, happy for her. But you know, I guess I just have to say something. So, what are they we, gonna name? Know, what are they gonna name these twins? Um, what she I named don't her know. first kid? What <laughs> was her first kid's name? So, Blue Ivy. Somebody. Blue Ivy. Somebody said online. It's gonna be Apple Tree. So she's you know, 
No, they said that since she <laughs> since she's um you know pro black when she came out with the whole uh, formation album, yeah. it's all about pro black and everything. They said she probably gonna name her kids Devante and Keisha. <laughs> <laughs> Shaniqua. I thought that was pretty funny. So. <laughs> I thought that was funny. They was like, yep. They was like, no, her ass, and with this whole pro black movement with her formation album. She'll probably name her fucking kids. Shaka Khan. Let me Shaka Khan. I thought that was a funny thing. She'll name it Shaka Khan. <laughs> um, what about, um, I, I, you had something on your list about uh, Rihanna on the Bates Motel movie. Now, do you watch the Bates Motel show? No. Oh, my God. Well, I do. I've watched this in the very first season, and it's a fucking amazing show. But the last season's coming on next month or two months from now. But um, what is the deal about Rihanna? They're putting her in there as uh, Marion something. I don't watch the show. Whoever plays the character of Marion or whatever on the Bates Motel. Crane. Here's my name. Yeah, yeah, that's her name. Here's my thing. I don't know why Hollywood keeps putting this bitch in all these movies. That she can't act worth a damn. What don't you understand who Marion Crane is like, in the movie? In the movie, <coughs> first of all, you're talking about the movie. It's not the movie. You're talking about the show. She's gonna be on the show, not the movie. Well, wh- the series, season well, five. Yeah. Whatever. Well, not whatever. There's a big difference. I was like, is there gonna be a movie? I was like, okay, no. Yeah, she's coming to be on the. She's gonna be on the show, Bates Motel, season five. Yes, okay. But I want to explain to you who Marion Crane is. Marion Crane is the woman that's in the very most famous scene of all in Psycho. You've seen Psycho, right? Yes. Okay. Well, that's what Bates Motel's based on Psycho and Norman Bates and all that stuff. It's about him before all that he became. But they got Rihanna out of all people. (laughs) She's going to be the one screaming in the shower. Mm -hmm. That's going to be who that is. (laughs) I mean, y'all couldn't. I mean, Hollywood couldn't find anyone else. The thing is, the thing is, this is not a racist thing to say. This is this is an aesthetic thing. This is an artistic thing to say. The thing is, you need a white woman for that, and the reason you need a white woman is because the blood. The blood, you know what I mean? All the blood. Now she's pretty light skinned, though, right? Like Rihanna. I don't. I mean, yeah, yeah. Rihanna's pretty light, but I don't even care about that. I'm just like, but I'm why saying that's Rihanna part of Rihanna. That's of part of the. People? I'm just saying that's part of the horror of that scene. But yeah, Rihanna's an odd choice, but she's gonna be on a TV show. It's not like she's gonna be on like you know. That's just an award. But listen, everything. Every when I saw Rihanna in that movie Battleship, she couldn't act worth a shit. <laughs> that was a that was a horrible act. What was that movie that she movie. was in where she comes out and her, her hair changes color to blonde? I saw something about that. I don't know. You know what I'm talking M- about. Movie about what now? She walks out of some ship or some shit and her hair t- all of a sudden turns blonde. And all thing I can think of was Battleship. No, that's old. I'm talking about something's out recent. But anyway, whatever. Um, but okay, that's cool. That's interesting. Oh, She'll be in I don't know. Bates Motel. I don't Bates know. Motel if you've she never couldn't seen, act, she couldn't act in that shit either. If you've never seen Bates Motel, you really should watch it from the beginning. It's a really fucking amazing show. It's like a you can't not watch it. And by the end of this every season, you're like, oh my fucking god. I mean, really, it's good. But anyway, um, okay, let's talk about also um, uh, Amorosa on the View. You wanted to talk about that? <sighs> this bitch. Mm-hmm. This fucking bitch. Now here's my thing. I hated Amorosa from the beginning, and then she was on Kim Whitley's show that comes on the OWN Network, uh, Raising Whitley. And I kind of liked her then because it seemed like she was being more original on that show. Uh-huh. But now I feel like whenever she gets in front of camera, she I feel like she is just doing the most every time she's in front of a camera. Mm-hmm. So she was talking to um, – she was on The View, and she was talking to George. She was talking with the panel, really, but she was saying that – you know, George was like, well, how come Trump has apologized about saying this or saying that and that type of thing and all that stuff? And they were going back to, like, his pre, pre-presidential, pre you know, like, his campaign days or whatever. Mm-hmm. 
And Omarosa was like, well, you know, he's president now, so people need to respect him and bow down and all this other stuff. I was like, girl, stop. Like, you sound like a straight-up fool with this shit. Wow. She was just like, and then, you know, her husband was sitting in the audience. She was like, you know, I'm a Republican. My husband is a Democrat. And he's sitting out there in the audience like, yep. Mm -hmm." (laughs) I was like... I mean, it was just so odd, and then she was just like, you know, I'm happy now. My fiance is about to get married, and she's going to look to Joy and say, you know, well, Joy, I hope you can find, you know, happiness in your life as well, or some shit like that. Joy looked at her like, girl, please. That's exactly what Joy said. And I was like, Joy, that's right. Joy, And I was just like, I don't understand this whole, like, she would, you know, because Amorosa's like, oh, well, he's doing things for you know to help the African American community. Like what? Well, what she also done? said on the View. She said on the View that she was playing this huge event for uh, Black Pride or not Black Pride, Black Black, black um, um, History Month. And black History Month. Yes, <clears throat> and was talking about how she was gonna she, that he was gonna be doing this huge event. Blah blah blah. The event was what we just played a minute ago. That was his. That was the big thing. He sat there in front of these black people behind him in chairs like props and read from his speech. He they had, were probably paid. Had I written. They were probably paid. No, there were some of them. They were probably fucking. Some paid. of them were. They worked for him. They worked for him. Anyway, in read from the speech that in front of him that probably was written by someone else. I'm sure. And uh, talked about Frederick Douglass like he was still alive. This is what he did for uh, Black History Month. Not only did he do that, but he, the rest of the speech, all he did was talk about himself. He talked about, oh, how he doesn't do wonderful things. And he, he appointed Ben Carson as the HUD guy and all that bullshit. Like, all he did was talk about himself. He's a fucking narcissist motherfucker. Anyway, my point is that this was her big event she was talking about in The View. She didn't do shit. And she's not interested in doing shit. All she's interested in is getting publicity and b- getting the cachet of working for the president. She doesn't give a fuck about what's best for the country. That woman didn't give a fuck about anybody but herself. As has been obvious since the very first season of Apprentice. Anyway, by the way, I boycotted Apprentice this year because Dumbfuck uh, is still producing it. That's why I don't watch the show anymore. I like the show, but I will not watch it even though he's but on that, it But that's funny, though, because... Hello? It's funny, though, because aren't Trump and Schwarzenegger like going back and forth with each other? Yes. Yes. Hello? Hello, can you hear me? Okay. Okay. Yes, right. they are going back and I forth, but I it's think, because think... it's because uh, Trump uh, called him out about him. Oh, he said Trump said the show was failing because of Schwarzenegger because he was now on there instead of Trump, and it's, it has nothing to do with that. I don't think the reason is because a lot of people are doing what I'm doing. They're boycotting the show. They're not. They're refusing to watch the show because Trump is still an active executive producer on the show. And so Schwarzenegger shot back at him, you know, well, why don't we do this? Why don't we trade places? You, since you know so much about TV, you come and do The Apprentice and I'll take your job so people can sleep well at night. <laughs> and you know what? I, I would vote for him in a second over know, Trump. Anybody, pretty much. Kind of. Hello? You're breaking up or something's happening. Hello? Hello? I'm going to have to edit the shit out of this show. <laughs> Hello? I'm a real sorry. I cannot hear you. You're like... Hello? Speak? I don't know. I don't know what's going on with my connection. I don't know. Oh my god, you sound like a computer. You're like... (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) You sound like a computer. What's happening? 
Are you on Wi-Fi? I don't know. You're on Wi-Fi, aren't you? Yes. That's the problem. Yes. You shouldn't be on Wi-Fi. You should be connected directly. That would be a lot better and faster in the future, just FYI. But anyway, whatever. Okay. Um, last few things to talk about quickly. Hidden Figures wins Best Ensemble at 2017 SAG Awards. Yay, I'm so excited. That's all I want to say. I was just excited that they, you know. I am too. It was a fucking won. awesome movie. You finally saw it, right? I did. It was a wonderful movie. It really, really was. I agree. It was fucking awesome. So good. Okay, cool. Well, I think that's all for this week then, since we're having issues anyway. So <laughs> we'll be back next week, uh, Thursday, February the 9th, I think. At 9 p.m. Central Time. Be sure to check us out at gayxyz.com. You can find us on Facebook, GayXYZ Show. You can find us at um, on uh, Twitter. You can find us on iHeartRadio. If you want to listen to the Off Limits Show there, look for GayXYZ. You'll see it. And you can also find us at uh, Spreaker, S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R.com. You can find me at offlimitsshow.com. And if you want to find out more about Jason, you can go to... Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, which is Jason B. Like. It's Jason underscore B B E underscore Like. Yes. And so be sure to check him out as well. And we hope to hear from you all next week. And have a great week, everybody. And stay gay, as we always say. Stay gay. Good night. Good night. Bye. Can I help you, ma'am? Well, it's actually my lawn that needs help. No problem. Try this grass seed. Okay. Sounds good. And some fertilizer. Um... And of course, a soil enhancer. Try these to start. To start? Lawn care doesn't have to be complicated. With everything you need for a lush, healthy lawn all in one bag, Pennington Lawn Booster gives you quicker, thicker, greener grass guaranteed. Pick up a bag of Lawn Booster today at The Home Depot. The internet has changed. So should the way you bank. PNC Virtual Wallet for Digital Banking. It's time for a change. Now through March 31st, earn up to $300 when you open and use a select new virtual wallet product. Simply establish a qualifying direct deposit. To learn more, visit a branch or pnc.com slash checking offer. PNC Bank. Make today the day. Virtual Wallet is a registered trademark of the PNC Financial Services Group Incorporated. PNC Bank National Association member FDIC.